Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast, where it's all about inspiring change and transforming lives. And here's your host. He's an Amazon best-selling author, six-figure blogger, internet marketer, and one of the top life coaches in the world, Stefan Palernos. Hey everyone, Stefan here from ProjectLifeMastery.com and in this video, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about how to overcome video game addiction. Now, video game addiction is something that affects a lot of people, especially a lot of young people. It was something that really affected my life all throughout high school. Uh, In fact, to give you guys an idea, um, I used to spend literally from the moment that I woke up to the moment that I went to bed playing video games. I would play it all day, every day. Uh, I was totally immersed in it. There were a lot of days during school where I would skip school to go home and play video games. And for me, it was a way to escape. And I think that's ultimately what I realized that pushed me over the edge to want to make the change and get away from it. Because the reality was, in my life at the time when I was in high school, um, I wasn't a popular kid. I didn't have very many friends. I was very shy. I was very insecure. And um, as a result of that, I would get picked on. You know, I'd get bullied from time to time. I moved high schools quite a bit. And oftentimes when you're a weak target and you don't defend yourself, then you know, people will attack you even more because they know that you're not going to fight back. And they just kind of see you as a target to elevate themselves, to elevate their own status and make themselves look cool. So for me, I was very unhappy with my life. I was very depressed. And so I used video games to escape because video games – is a different world. It's a different universe where you can be whoever you want to be. It's like you, you can start from scratch. You can create your own persona. Uh, you can become very good at it and you can meet your needs from significance. You can meet your needs through connection and meet friends and, and feel like you're important and unique and you're somebody. And that's what, what it was for the case for me because I felt like a nobody in high school. I, I was insignificant to everybody else, but online, you know, because I spent so much time doing it, you know, I, I, I was the best. I remember certain games that I played where I literally was the best. Like, I was the guy that people looked up to. I was like, you know, you know I'd take out everybody and, I, you know, I, I was a part of different teams and whatnot. And I was very skilled, so I felt very confident. And I was meeting my needs in, in totally different ways. And so I was kind of living these two different worlds. There was real life and then there was this fantasy world of online that didn't really exist, but it was just an illusion. And it was very detrimental for me, um, and it can be very negative to a lot of people because for me, what it was doing, it was, uh, it was causing, uh, it was forcing me to escape the reality, the truth of my life. And instead of confronting my life, the problems and the depression and the issues that I had, I, I didn't face it. I would just kind of uh, distract myself. And as a result of that, I would become more antisocial, right? Because the more time you play video games, it's a very antisocial thing. You're just in front of the computer all day. Um, it was disconnecting me from real people, friendships. Um, it, was just, it was just also a waste of time when I look at it as well because I looked at the, the years that I spent playing video games in high school. I, like, I look back and I'm like, man, what do I have to show for that? 
I got nothing to show for that. I, I spent so much time um, in, in my high school years is just a blur. It's like, you know, at the end of your life or 10 or 20 years, you're not going to remember these little video games and these little adventures and stuff that you went on that were so cool at the time. You're not building anything of any value. And I, I often think, man, if I spent that time instead of playing video games, I actually spent it improving my body or my emotions or self-development or building a business, man, I would, I would be like worth tens of millions of dollars today if I had started that process and the amount of time that I spent doing that and just replaced it with self-development. Um, so I often think about that, and I can understand how it's a problem because video game companies, they're designed to uh, suck you in, right? They're, they're set up in a way that all your needs get met through these video games, and I, especially online games. Online games are crazy now. Um, it's like people date and meet each other and get married online. It, it, it's like... Uh, it's like all your needs are being met online, and you no longer need like the real world. In fact, with virtual reality, the way it is now and it, the way it's going, I'm actually very concerned about that because virtual reality, like imagine the future where it's like you don't need to live real life anymore because you could just put on a virtual headset and you can live however you want to live in this virtual world. And especially at the porn industry now, I mean the porn industry is what kind of built the internet to where it is. Uh, I mean, with VR, the porn industry is going to go to a whole new level. So I'm actually very hesitant with some things because I know how addictive it can get. And you've got to be very careful with that. So, you know, with that being said, how do you overcome video game addiction? How did I overcome it? Well, to give you guys an idea, I, I overcame it when I was 17 years old. Uh, as I mentioned, it was like, my life all throughout high school. All my friends, you know, played video games. I had online friends. Uh, you know, even when I went to school, to give you guys an idea, I would, on my breaks and lunch break, I'd play video games. In fact, I remember times my parents, my dad, they would try to like ban me from the computer, and I would like, when everybody went to sleep or when my parents went to work, I would like sneak home from school or I would like get out of bed to go downstairs so I could play video games in the computer that we had. So it was a real, real big problem. How, how did I overcome it? Um, well, the way that you change anything in your life is by making a decision. A decision. A decision to change. Where you decide that you know, no more, you're going to cut this off for good, and you're going to pursue whatever else instead. And oftentimes, in order for us to make these decisions in our life, you have to get to a certain point. Uh, a point that I often call emotional threshold. Um, it's that point where you just get to a point where there's so much pain associated to the, 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 the previous behavior, which was video games, where you associate so much pain to that that you finally make a decision to change your life and get rid of it for good. You're no longer going to look back. You're only going to move forward. And for me, to be honest with you, what sparked that change uh, at, when I was 17 years old was a girl. Uh, when I was 17 years old, I was in love with this girl who actually, you know, uh, I lost my virginity to when I was 16 years old. Um, and I was totally in love with this girl, and I thought she was the one. And uh, she broke my heart. I was devastated over this. And uh, I was in a position where, looking at my life then, there was girls in school that I had a crush on, and I, I just didn't have any confidence to pursue them. There was, uh, you know, the, the cool guys that I'd see, the popular kids... And they would always, you know, 
have girlfriends and then friends and whatnot. And I looked at myself and I was like, I don't have any friends. And it was a very, you know, I was just very depressed and unhappy, but it took me finally looking in the mirror. And instead of escaping and trying to hide and distract myself, I looked myself dead in the mirror and I said, never again. This has to change and it will change right now, no matter what. And I looked in the mirror and I made a decision that I will no longer ever again in my life settle. I'll no longer settle for less than I can be. I'm no longer going to settle for a life that I'm unhappy with. I'm no longer going to settle being alone in my life, not having friends, being insecure, not having confidence, living this life. Because I thought what really pushed me over the edge when I realized, man, what's my life going to be like in five years from now or 10 years from now if I continue down this path? You know, what's it going to be like? You know, I'm going to get even more alone, even more isolated, even more unhappy with myself. And the stacking of that, that pain of facing the truth. And I believe, guys, the truth will set you free. You get to the truth, man, you can change anything in your life. But most people, they don't want to face the truth because it hurts. It doesn't feel good. It feels uncomfortable because you have to admit to yourself that you're not enough. You have to admit to yourself that, you know, you're not happy. But if you can get to the truth, you can confront that pain. That pain can drive you to make that decision to change. And it did for me. And when I made that decision, I got rid of my PlayStation at the time. I got rid of it. I sold it. Got rid of all my games. I got rid of my TV. And I remember that I didn't get rid of the TV right away, but I just disconnected it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to disconnect my TV. Uh, I played online games on my computer, so I played a lot of Diablo 2. I sold my accounts. I got rid of everything. And I made like 100 bucks for this years that I spent building up these accounts and stuff. So I didn't really get much of a return for it. But I made that decision. And then oftentimes if you want to break free of an addiction, you've got to replace it with an empowering alternative. And for me, what was that empowering alternative? It was self-development. And it was realizing that I could change. And I was very blessed because at that time in my life, I got exposed to Tony Robbins. And the whole self-help industry. And I realized that I could improve myself. I can be who I want to be. I can be that popular guy in school. I could, I could be that guy that could date that beautiful girl. Um, I could be that person who's successful one day. And the sky's the limit. And I got obsessed with self-development. I replaced one addiction for another. My addiction to video games became my addiction to improve myself, to change my life. And specifically, because I got hurt by this girl and I went through a lot of pain with that, I realized I'm going to make my focus improving myself and developing confidence and social skills and be able to date uh, attractive women in my life and, and to get a girlfriend. And so I got into that. And so I replaced all of that with this pursuit of self-development, of improving my confidence, social skills, dating skills. I remember at the time I discovered David D'Angelo. He had a great ebook called Double Your Dating. I read this book like 20 times. I kid you not, I printed out the ebook. I read it again and again, and I made total different changes. I went out and I started uh, approaching women and, and, and you know, went out to nightclubs when I was 19 years old and facing my fears and did public speaking classes and improv classes. I read hundreds of books. I, you know, doing morning rituals and writing out my affirmations every day. And my life changed. Um, you know, that was the beginning foundation of who I am today, now 30 years old. And I never looked back. 
Never look back, guys. Now, has there been time since where I've played some video games? Yeah, I actually, I actually have a PS4. I don't play it much, to be honest with you guys. I got it more so because I enjoy now playing socially with friends. Like, I have friends over, for example. You can see my TV back there, but we'll play, uh, like, UFC or NBA 2K. Uh, but to be honest with you, um, I actually get bored <laughs> with a lot of video games today, um, especially these, like, I used to love role-playing games, but I get bored of them now because they're just such it's such a process, man, to, like, to, to finish a game. It's, like, the amount of hours you've got to put in is just insane. So there's some times where I play, like, an online game, like a, a cell phone game or something like that. But I don't use it as a distraction. I don't use it, uh, you know, I think you can have video games in your life, but I think if it becomes an addiction and a, a detrimental in your life, a distraction, and you can't stop and it's destroying your life, that could be a very negative thing. But I think having some balance can actually be good. So how do you overcome it, guys? It's making that decision. It's getting to that point where you decide that con- c- continuing playing video games is costing you in your life and it's creating a lot of pain in your life and coming to that truth and that realization and associating to the consequences of what this is costing you in your life. How is playing video games every day costing your life? Well, I can tell you this much. Playing video games every day is costing you money. You're spending money on it, but also you're spending your time, which is worth a lot of money. In fact, You're spending time which you could use to build a business, to make more money, to create the life that you really want. In fact, oftentimes I call your TV or your video games your electronic income-reducing machine because the more time you spend doing it, you're losing money. You're losing the potential of earning more money. So realizing that it's costing you money, you're wasting away valuable time that you could spend improving yourself, going on adventures, learning uh, you know, having intimate relationships with real human beings. All these different things are incredibly valuable. Also, you know, it can link to depression and anxiety, stimulation overload, um, realizing the negative consequences associating to it, getting to a point where you decide, you know what, never again, and you got to make a real decision. The real decision has to be you got to get rid of it. You got to get it out of the house, sell it, do whatever you got to do, give it to a friend, give it away. Get rid of it. Sell your accounts. Close it down. Get banned. Set up software so that it like disables you from even using it. And then again, you got to replace it. Replace it with something else because there's going to be times you're going to feel bored and you're going to or stressed or alone or depressed, and you're going to want to go to that crux that you've used in the past, which is video games, to escape and to feel good. But you got to have an alternative. The alternative, you got to make a list. Maybe the list is I'm going to read. I'm going to watch a documentary. I'm, I'm going to go for a run. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to take a bath. I'm going to get on the rebounder. I'm going to watch a YouTube video. I'm going to do something more empowering with my time to replace it. And guess what's going to happen is now the time that you're spending, are there positive, sustainable things that are going to make you a better person in the process? And when you look back, like for me, I look back from 17 years old to 30 years old today. The time that I spent, I spent it wisely. And I am who I am today because of the last 13 years of my life, what I've done every day. The rituals, the books I've read, that's made me who I am. And I'm excited about you know, what I'm doing today, what that's going to lead to another 5 or 10 or 20 years from now. So that's the, that's the game changer, guys. That's how you overcome it. 
that's what it worked for me. Uh, it's got to come down to that decision. And you got to start to realize the pain that it's causing in your life and associate to it. Create the alternative. Associate pleasure to that process. And sure enough, you'll develop a new addiction. That new addiction will set you free and lead you down a path of a lot more enjoyment, fulfillment, less distraction. It's going to force you to go through uncomfortable emotions that you don't want to face and confront. But by facing it, you're going to become a better person in the process. So that's my strategy. That's my cure for overcoming video game addiction. If you guys enjoyed this video, hit the like button. Hit the thumbs up button. I appreciate the support. Make sure that you subscribe for more videos. Leave a comment below. We'd love to hear what you think. And of course, guys, if you want to change your life, check out some of the courses that I have available uh, to build an online business. I've got some. Look at the description below. Uh, you know, Check out my Morning Ritual Mastery course, which will help you develop rituals in your life and help you set yourself up to win and improve yourself long, improve yourself long term. Uh, that's at morningritualmastery.com. So I'll have the links below in the description, guys. But you know, become addicted to improving yourself. That's a much better addiction to replace than video games. And it's going to lead to a much better life. So thank you guys for watching the video. I'll see you guys in the next one. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. Make sure to visit the blog at www.projectlifemastery.com for more videos, podcasts, and articles that can help you take your life to the next level. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.